ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. Treasury of David. This is episode number 148. Psalm 16.9 Therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Spurgeon continues, and... Uh, by saying he clearly foresaw that he must die for he speaks of his flesh resting and of his soul in the abode of separate spirits death was full before his face or he would not have mentioned corruption but such was his devout reliance upon his God that he sang over the tomb and rejoiced in vision of the open uh, of the sepulcher he knew that the visit of his soul to sheol or the invisible world of disembodied spirits would be a very short one and that his body in a very brief space would leave the grave uninjured by its sojourn there. All this made him say, My heart is glad, and moved his tongue, the glory of his frame, to rejoice in God, the strength of his salvation. Oh, for such holy faith, in the prospect of trial and of death. It is the work of faith not merely to create a peace which passeth all understanding, but to feel the heart full of gladness until the tongue which, as the organ of an intelligent creature, is our glory bursts forth in notes of harmonious praise. Faith gives us living joy and bestows dying rest. My flesh also shall rest in hope. 
Glory be to God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts. Help us to meditate on it, to understand it, and to comprehend it, and to apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. And for sake, amen. Now, dear friend, will, when you die, will your soul rest in hope? In other words, will you be a child of God when you die? In other words, will you be one of the saved ones? For we all will perish in that awful place called hell if we don't become one of the saved ones in the truest sense of the word. Saved from the eternal burning hell, the lake of fire. even perishing in this life because of your sins that do nothing but harm you. Your sins offend God, but they harm you. The reason why God does not want you to sin and he wants you to obey his commandments is because uh, it is for your good. Sin hurts people. And then hurt people, hurt other people. And that's why we have so many people shooting up others, abusing others, beating up others. Mass shootings. Because they're hurt and they've been hurt by their sin and they've been hurt by the sin that people uh, did against them. Sin is a terrible thing. And that's why God wants you to obey his good commandments. So first of all, dear friend, you need to understand and accept the fact that you are a sinner. And that you have broken God's law. You have broken God's law by disobeying Him, by lying, by stealing, by robbing, by killing other people, by committing adultery with people you're not married to and fornication, committing homosexuality, lusting after other people and things. disobeying your parents, dishonoring your parents at any age, dishonoring God by disobeying God and using his name in vain. The Bible says we're all, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You know that he's God. You know, therefore, that he knows everything. Nobody went around the world ever to ask whether or not you are a sinner. 
Pew has not done it. Bonner has not done it. Lifeway has not done it. It can't be done. <laughs> Cannot be done. Billions of souls, billions of people, it can't be done. Nobody's going to do that. They will find out if they did that God uh, told the truth for he cannot lie. Let God be true and every man a liar. We all have sinned against God. We have broken his Ten Commandments. We have failed God. <clears throat> the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, we need to accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. Always. You know that. It's in your conscience. When you do wrong, you know you ought to be punished. You don't want to be punished, but you know you ought to be. Isn't it amazing how that uh, children who do something wrong and they, they go ahead and accept their whipping for, mo for the most part. Oh, some will kick and buck and cry and boo-hoo and pitch a fit. But for the most part, uh, because it's painful, uh, they go ahead on and take their chastisement, their pain, their punishment. Have you noticed that in most cases, if a person knows that they have done wrong, they go and they get arrested, they go on with the police and go on and do what they have to do. Have you noticed that? Uh, because we, in our conscience, we know that we're wrong. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. Death is a frightening thing, but do you know, have you noticed how that many people, they, they just go ahead on and die? Some kick and buck. There's a woman dying in England right now. Uh, many people love her and respect her by how she's facing her death. She, she's told the truth about it. But when you're faced with death as she is, when the doctors tell you to your face you have three months, and you can feel it in your body that you have three months, how they resign themselves to it and they go head on out, for the most part. Why? Because in our conscience, in our minds, we know we deserve to die. Oh, some of us act like we are perfect and wonderful, but we're not. They are the woefully deceived. <clears throat> And we die because of our sin. Make no mistake about it. We die because of our sin. 
all of the evil things we have done. In word, thought, and deed. We sin because we have a sinful nature. We die because of our sinful nature. We die because of our sins that we choose to do. It doesn't matter how many sins. That may matter as far as your level of pain in hell. But you're going to die because of your sins. In other words, you're not dying because of cancer. You're not dying because of leukemia. You're not dying because of a car crash. You're dying because of your sin. And if God will allow you to die because of your sins, He will allow you to go to hell if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and trust in the Lord as your Savior. That leads me to my third point. Accept the fact, dear friend, that you're on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Mark 9, 43 through 48, <clears throat> And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. This is how serious God is about hell. This is how serious Jesus Christ is about hell. This is where you're going. He preached more on hell than all the prophets. He preached more on hell than all the apostles. And sadly, he preached more on hell than most preachers living today, combined. And if thy hand, he said, offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed. In other words, if your hand causes you to sin, then having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life having two feet, to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And then Jesus said, And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. These are the very words of Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is not known for playing. Do you hear me? He did not play. I don't know. I doubt if he even played as a child. I don't know. I don't know. But he, when he became a man and went full-time in the ministry, there are no accounts of him playing. In other words, he's not saying to you, you're going to hell if you don't believe in me. And, uh, and then when you get up to heaven, he'll say, well, I told you that because I was trying to scare you to believe in me. God does not do that. He does not do that. And he's the son of God. 
you need to understand in no uncertain terms and in no uncertain way that if you live a life of sin and you never believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior in a sincere way and repent of your sins, my friend, red, yellow, black, and white, you are precious in God's sight, but you will go to that burning hell. Now, that's a fact, okay? So, uh, you're not going to heaven if you do not truly believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of your sins. Now, hell is bad news. But I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ said the most loving, most magnificent, most wonderful words in the history of the world to mankind. When he gave this good news, for he preached the gospel first and best, for he said one night to Nicodemus, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to the kingdom of God in heaven. This is what Jesus Christ told you. To be with God Almighty. To be with Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. To be with the angels and to be with the people of God. So, dear friend, just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Pray and ask him to save your soul. Call on his name, and I'll be glad to lead you in what is called the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Follow me in prayer. It's a simple prayer. It won't take you long, but it'll change your life forever as you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you believe that he died and paid for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. He'll save your soul. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, 
I admit that I am a wicked sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. Lord, there's something in me that does not want to admit it, but it is true. I've done evil in your sight repeatedly. You know it, and I know it. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults. As I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world, even mine, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. I believe in you and I receive you. Please save my soul from the hell that I deserve. Please save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of all of my sins and turn from all of my wicked ways and follow you in the new, li new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your holy name I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door based upon what Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, as many have down through the years, through this ministry and others, wherever you are in the world, Please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. 
we have some free material that we want to send to you immediately to help you to grow in the faith so that you will become the disciplined disciple that God wants you to be. Also, if you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come. In that wonderful place called heaven, First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It is called the gospel. Gospel means good news. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. As the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. He was buried and 
rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9, and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell. Saved to what, you ask? Saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead uh, by the power of God, trust in him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today and uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer called the Sinner's Prayer, which should be a reflection of your heart, of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins and today I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul from the hell that I deserve and save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray, amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
for more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.